Okay, we're going to have a little book club hype today, my friends. Have you been reading our book club book for the quarter? It's Essentialism by Greg McEwen. I'll put an Amazon link to it in the show notes if you haven't read it yet. I wanted to give you a little bit of a push to either finish or to begin reading this really amazing book. Essentialism is one of those books that can really create a shift for you, not only in the way that you spend your time, but even more important than that, it forces you to look more closely at what really matters to you. And isn't that something we should keep on top of our thoughts regularly? I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. going to be doing a full book review at the end of the month, but I wanted to put another plug in today for reading it so you'll be ready for that episode. I'd hate for you to miss out on some really great systems that are taught in this book that have helped me to simplify, which in turn has taken away from the things that make me feel overburdened. Here are two of the things I thought were interesting, and I hope that it encourages you to dig a little deeper into the pages of this book before we get to the full review. You'll notice that throughout the book, there are large typed quotes that help you to see the major points he's trying to get across to the reader. Now, if you want to get a quick overview of what this book is about, you can easily flip through and read those big quotes. It's inspiring and encouraging just to read those quotes. When you're flipping and you read one that sounds interesting, just stop and read. It's a great way to get excited about reading the entire book. Now, you won't be surprised that one of the big quotes I was drawn to was, quote, Our highest priority is to protect our ability to prioritize, end quote. Now, that's not a surprise to you if you've listened to me at all. For those of you who have taken my Unique Connection program, you know that one of the very first things we do in that program is going through a deep dive exercise where I help you to define your top priorities. I believe that's where everything starts. You have to know what's important to you before you can make even daily decisions in your life. Now, he talks about this in chapter 11, which is called Dare, the power of a graceful no. I love that. Now, I loved this quote from that chapter. Quote, I have seen courage as key to the process of elimination. Anyone can talk about the importance of focusing on the things that matter most, and many people do, but to see people who dare to live it is rare. End quote. Now, I wanted to share a story from the book that is one of the best examples of living according to priorities that I've heard. I'm just going to give you a short and rundown version of it. Now, the author was actually talking with a woman whose name is Cynthia, who told him this story. Now, she remembers when she was a little girl having plans with her dad to go out on a fun date together in a city that they didn't live in. It would take place right after a presentation that he had to give in a big conference. Now, she would meet him in the back of the conference room right after he was done so they could sneak out before people came in 
started to ask him questions and wanting to talk to him. They had all sorts of fun things planned to do together, and she was so excited to get to spend this one-on-one -on -one time with her dad. Then, somehow, an old friend of her dad's from college made it through to him and was so excited to catch up. He invited both her and her dad to join he and his wife for a dinner out. Now, her dad replied that that would be so fun to spend some time catching up. Cynthia remembers feeling so sad and upset. There went her plans with her dad. Then she heard the rest of his answer. He finished by saying, but not tonight. Cynthia and I have a special date planned, don't we? And he winked at her as he grabbed her hand and they left together. Cynthia's dad was the author and management thinker, Stephen R. Covey. She said that after that experience, quote, I was bonded to him forever because I knew what mattered most to him was me. Now, I'm an even bigger Stephen R. Covey fan now from reading that. You know that I already was. How about you? Now, I know that I want those around me to feel exactly the way that Cynthia felt with her dad. That's essentialism. Another part of the book that I wanted to share today was about sleep. Now, this is an area I really struggle with. I'm not a great sleeper. Not from lack of trying, I just can't seem to sleep all the way through the night. I wake up multiple times pretty much every night. Now, I've been to lots of different doctors and just can't seem to figure this out. Now, I know a lot of people struggle with sleeping well, so I know that I'm not alone. Now, the part that adds to my interest in what the author has to teach about sleep is that I want to get up and do my morning routine and start my day off in the way that I've chosen to. I don't want my lack of sleep to get in the way of that. And so my dilemma comes because there are so many reports on the importance of sleep, which he talks about. So I find myself asking, do I let myself sleep in longer if I can sleep after a restless night? Or do I still get up and get going? How many of you can relate to this? You can't sleep when you want, and you still want to get up early. Now, in the book, there's a chart on page 96 that compares the non-essentialist versus the essentialist views on sleep. I'm going to try to explain this graph to you, so just kind of picture it with me. The non-essentialist thinks one hour less of sleep equals one more hour of productivity. The essentialist thinks one hour more of sleep equals several more hours of much higher productivity. The non-essentialist believes that sleep is for failures. The essentialist believes that sleep is for high performers. A non-essentialist thinks that sleep is a luxury, while an essentialist thinks that a sleep is a priority. A non-essentialist will say that sleep breeds laziness, but an essentialist believes that sleep breeds creativity. The non-essentialist thinks that sleep gets in the way of doing it all. And an essentialist thinks that sleep enables the highest levels of mental contribution. Now, I don't know where you fall on these two sides. I don't even know where I fall, but I do know where I want to fall. So here's what I'm going to try. I'm going to give myself one more hour in the morning devoted to sleep. I'm going to try to teach myself to sleep in one hour longer, or at least stay in bed one hour longer. Now, I'll be honest with you and say that I don't have a lot of faith in my ability to sleep longer. 
but I want to give it a try anyway. All right, I'm excited to hear more from you about what's standing out to you from this book. I'm excited to hear what you're struggling with from his examples of an essentialist like I'm struggling with sleep. Is there an area that's harder for you than others from the book? Now, I told you mine, so I'd love to hear yours too. What have you changed or are wanting to change that will help you feel like you are doing more of what's essential to you? Send me an email with a few thoughts. If you want to make it even easier, you can reply to an Instagram post with a voice message. Just talk to me. Go to the message and press the little microphone. Tell me what you're thinking. What is essential to you? Now, your ideas and thoughts will help others. I know that they will. Just don't overthink it and just share with me what you think. And I'll be able to use some of those without your name, of course, in the book review that we do at the end of the month. All right, one more thing that I wanted to talk to you about before I go today. I wanted to let you know about something I've recently started doing over on Instagram. It's kind of out of my comfort zone, but I'm trying it anyway. I've been posting reels. Now, reels are short video clips if you're not familiar with what they are. Usually, most people have a lot of dancing and a lot of music and stuff that I don't know how to do, but don't worry, I'm not doing that. My reels walk you through different styles of traveler's notebooks and inserts that I make. I'm doing this so you can better understand how they work and how you can use them. Now, I hope that you know the purpose of everything that I do is to help you to keep it all together. Obviously, none of us are all together all of the time, but we can keep trying to do that, right? Keeping it together doesn't look a certain way. It's unique for each of us and what's important to us to keep together. Anyway, I wanted to let you know that I've started doing that with my Instagram account. You can see all my reels by searching in my Hunky Dory bio for them over on Instagram. They're kind of fun and I'm enjoying sharing all the details about Traveler's Notebooks so you can find the right one to hold all your stuff together. Thanks for joining me today and I'll talk to you again next week. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day and I'll talk with you again next week.